Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, spins a web and he sighs, catches thieves just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, but he's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man. This is episode 642 for October 2020. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a cover of the Spider-Man theme song by a YouTuber by the name of Mad Jazz Live. You can check him out there. Nice cover of the, the original theme song from 67. Before we get to our review of Amazing Spider-Man 850, I want to thank people that logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they said, you know what? I like what you guys do. I like your podcast. I like your website. I like your social media work. Uh, I want to support it, and I want to get some exclusives, like a Spider Satellite episode every month, and several other exclusive podcast episodes every month. So, they logged on to patreon.com slash crawlspace, and they did that. So, I want to personally thank Gru Comics, Jimmy, Scott, Sam, Rick, Anthony, Jared, Sarah, John, Patrick, Sammers, Ghost Spider 2018, Ira, Kelly, Donnie, JR, Walter, Noah, Curtis, Venkman, Datboy, Bob, Joshua, Muhammad, James, AJ, Eric, Michael2099, Scott, Avenji, Jay, Robert, JB, Dowd, Frederick, Will, Hafskimo, Frazetta Hulk, hashtag something good for you, Laura, Nick, Thomas, Ricky, Symbiobro, Stephen, John, Stuart S, Andrew, Michael K, Craig, and we also have Patrick. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace and help support things you like, like this show, and also get some exclusives. All right, on with the review. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our review show. Let's introduce the panel. We got Chi-Town on the top row. What's going on, Chi-Town? Hey, guys. It's been a while since I've been on here. And it has. I'm so glad to be really here has. on my new computer. Yeah, no doubt. And we have Kelly. What's going on, Kelly? Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you a good one? It, it was very good. I got lots of gifts that I still need to thank people for. Um, one in particular that I think will blow people's socks off if I choose to post it publicly. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think we should all sing happy birthday to Kelly. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll lay yep. down a beat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, Happy, happy, happy birthday birthday to you. Happy Thank you guys. Beautiful. Really appreciate it. Thank you. There you go. We talked about this earlier. You have a deflated Spider-Man balloon over your shoulder. I do. Shoulder. It is. It is still kicking. Uh, it's a little, little deflated. Little deflated. Do the upside down kiss. Turn him upside down. No. I'm not an MJ though. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. Sorry. 
Maybe, maybe <laughs> later. Maybe the next time I'm on, I'm as MJ. I think I think it might there last. You go. I'll get one in. <laughs> All right. I'm not in it. It's like the kingpin kissing Spider-Man. That was oh, our boy. There's another issue for well, you. That's fine. And we have Ashley. What's up, Ashley? Follow that. I'm good. Happy pregnancy, Ashley. How are you you doing on that special uh, Patreon episode for when Kelly goes into labor? You know, how how, how well Not me. (laughs) Not me. Sorry, sorry. Senile, senile. We're up to a hundred bucks. People don't want to see it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I still fit into my crawl space shirt though. So that's, Oh, something. that's awesome. Uh, and we have Jr. who is getting people confused at his elderly age. <laughs> okay. on, I'm ready. All right. <laughs> oh, look you. you got your pumpkin bombs ready to throw. <laughs> so I can just imagine Jr. like having a Green Goblin costume, but actually throwing pumpkins at people hard enough that they explode <laughs> and yelling, "Get off my lawn, you trick or treaters!" Sounds great. That's, I do have the mask. I pay for he that. Does. He does because if memory serves, I think didn't you show a picture of you and Spencer trick or treating when I was a little kid, and you had the oh, Goblin yeah. mask. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember I that. A, so uh, I had a kind of a makeshift outfit with sweats, you know, uh, you know, cut <laughs> off the sleeves sweat. and a per- you know. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, and I sat on the front porch and scared kids. So that was pretty fun. Well, but that wasn't on Halloween. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's every day of the week. But, I know, you know right? <laughs> but, with, but, but with Halloween, I actually could wear a mask. Uh, you know, so. You think Norman Osborne wears sweats? <laughs> if he if if his weight fluctuates like mine does, I'm sure he does. <laughs> and Mike, sorry to get to you so late. We've had birthdays and pregnancies and Patreon births. So yeah, go ahead. No, Mike, none up, of man? which is happening to me, by the way. So I'm not on birthday. I'm not pregnant. Kendrick's not a woman. I mean, my day is just going great. Now. <laughs> Aww. Aww. No, I'm oh, so wow. actually great to be here. And I meant, you know, no. that's yeah. funny. Okay, so we have a goblin centric issue. So I thought it would be cool to have uh, who? Yeah, JR, of course, to oh. review this. Uh, by the way, George. Oh, I got uh, one of them too. Yeah. George, yeah. Oh, those are cute. Yep. yep. George is protesting the ten dollar uh, cover, which I don't blame him. It's it's expensive to be a Spider fan these days. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't have George. But we'll have George yeah. tomorrow when Jr. and I and George do Fight Club and and uh, Friday Night Fights. So I've got the preview up. Jr., are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Here's I got the preview art up. We can talk. You start describing what happens in the Goblin centric part of it. All right, all right, all right. The issue opens with our hero, Norman Osborn, in full monologue, <laughs> be- bemoaning what he perceives as the lost father-son relationship with Peter Parker, a.k.a. Spider-Man, who's deep in crazed sin-eater minions. I call you a foe. You call me a madman. I kill someone you love you lock me away it's a vicious cycle <laughs> kindred's coming 
There you go. Well, anyway, so while Norman is monologuing, the Sin Eater has cleansed the Juggernaut. And now he begins to power up all the way to 11. All right. But now we begin a number of, it is number one in a series of missteps. All right. Mm -hmm. I think I know where you're going with this, too. Yeah. For a guy like, what is, wait, is Brad Pratt? (laughs) No. Well, Whoa, yes, on Patreon, go see the birds. I have to stop this story, Dad. No, <laughs> <laughs> audio listeners, Enigma just asked if I was pregnant. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, okay. But anyway, for a guy like Nick Spencer, who does his homework in Spidey lore, uh, this seems like a serious mistake. First of all, why is Norman drinking the Goblin formula? To become the goblin. I, I thought that too. What is that a power up? What is that? First of all, he doesn't, I don't, I mean, again, I don't recall him ever drinking it. It's a biological thing. It was uh, also a gas. It's a yeah. Gas. Yeah. It's a gas. yeah. He doesn't drink it. I don't get what that was just, going Just on. like the internet gas that created uh, what it was snowflake or something or other in the new, <laughs> new warriors or whatever. But uh, anyway, so, but he's always the goblin. He doesn't power. Yeah. Goblin energy drink. Adam know? says goblin energy drink. That yeah. the, yeah. Com- the carnage that Kelly, Kelly had before that. we started. Kelly had one I, of those right when uh, we well, started. It's not green. It's orange ginger, but I would, orange. I would buy a goblin energy drink. Would that yeah. turn you into sure. hobgoblin? Maybe. I mean, that's fine. So, but he's always the goblin. The carnage symbiote destroyed all the nanites that uh, Peter had created yeah. to suppress his powers. And in just the previous issue, you know, when yeah. a minion got too close, he dismembered him. You know, uh, the green gas man. That's that's that'll be Norman when he's 75. That'll be how, he's, <laughs> you know, how he takes care of villains. Yeah. He won't even need the glider at that point. Uh, but anyway, so this doesn't make any sense at all. None yeah, of I was confused. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, so anyway, so in during the minute, you know, so Spider-Man, he's doing his usual fighting and whining combination, you know, and he's whining about Norman becoming a goblin, yeah. you know, which is like, but wait a minute. That's what a lot of us pay 10 friggin' dollars to see is Norman becoming a goblin. <laughs> so shut up, Spidey. So anyway, so Norman's going, you can't stop him alone. You know, we need my, you know, you need my help. You and I, Peter, we were destined for this together. Let's fulfill our destiny, our very own Marvel team up. (laughs) (laughs) And in the true spirit of Marvel team up, let the mediocrity begin. So Spider-Man's going, oh, no, 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 thinking of dead Flash and dead Gwen. Although at least they're not floating heads this time. They're just bodies laying on the ground. And Norman is getting, oh, just getting warmed up. He grabs one of the goons and accuses him of cultural appropriation (laughs) by stealing his green and purple uh, motif. And... Anyway, and, and I gotta I gotta, you know, take a pause. This is a pretty cool looking panel of the Green Goblin. You know, I mean with Otley um You're blowing up. Know. Hold it up. I don't have it in front of me. Can you hold oh, it you up? Don't know. Oh golly gee whiz. Come on. <laughs> Dance for me, monkey. Yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> oh yeah. There yeah. we go. I like that. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That that's slick. a good one. That should have been a full page panel. Yeah, so yeah. so anyway, so the go- so so then I'm just gonna pull out a knife. And stick this guy, 
you know, wait a minute. What am I? A, a member of the Crips now? Holy <laughs> cow. Norman doesn't use a Norman breaks necks, dismembers, well, crushes. Well, it, in fairness, it could he could have used a bat-shaped knife if he did that, but he probably got a well, good copyright infringement from certain yeah. people. But uh, <laughs> but he razor bats. He's got razor bats, you know. Oh, but you know, again, yeah, yeah true, true. I mean, you know, ben, ben, I mean, uh, you know, Ben Affleck pretty well, uh, you know, made that look cool. So, uh, but uh, so what? So what? He's you know, Norman doesn't stick people like pigs. He's a neck breaker. Yeah. You know, I, again, I mean. Well, well, Spidey gets well, all Spidey whiny. Snaps. I'm sorry. Spiny again. Spidey, Spidey, Spidey gets all whiny again. This is my game, and we're going to play by my rules. <laughs> you know, and the you know, and the Goblin says, "Oh, yeah, you want to see something, bud? All right, yay! See, wah! there we go." And, uh, <laughs> So anyway, and uh, you know, so anyway, hello, Spidey. Hello, Gwen. I'm your pum 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 pumpkin bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he he blows a he blows a goon's arm off, and it just grows back. You know. So you were saying, you whiny little bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Are we going to find out how that's possible, or is nope. it going to be? Is it going to be <laughs> just magic? We don't have to explain it, you know. And, and and how did Norman know that this was going to happen? Does he have some insight on Kindred's powers, or because I'm assuming it's well, he knows, he knows who Kindred is, so I guess so. Wow. I guess, but how did he know that you know this guy was just going to reconstitute himself? So well, anyway, and then it starts again. What? Just like in the last issue. Uh-oh. And just yeah. like in the issue before. You must be mm-hmm. talking about the spider friends. Three pages of the spider loose. <laughs> <laughs> All standing around with their thumbs up their butts. <laughs> Gee, it looks like somebody's fighting. <laughs> Golly, should we do something? Wait no. A because standing here in pointless conversation ensures that the story keeps padding out. <laughs> and since we get paid per issue, we every time we show up, it's a win-win for all of us. Yep. Why do they all sound like Pokemon and Gumby's friends? <laughs> I, I love the Nintendo handheld that JR Maki Spider-Man sounds like Screwball in the new game. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, That's so quite the all- insult, by the way, Nintendo. <laughs> And they all stand around. Oh, my God. Spidey let Osborne become the goblin again. No, there's no letting Osborne become the goblin again. Osborne's always the goblin, you know? And then, oh, my God, as Miles Morales says, Spidey and the goblin are pals now. No, you dipstick. Can't you see what's going on? They're not pals. It's an arrangement for mutual survival. There's no palling around going on around here. The crazier right. JR sounds. I've seen the numbers tick up. This is incredible. JR. <laughs> Keep spouting right. insanity. Go, brother. All right. Okay. <laughs> now, here's a break. All right. And oh, I oh, say okay. that I say nice. No, I say this in all sincerity. No disrespect for a man who fought a brave and no doubt excruciating battle with cancer. Okay. But. When did Chadwick Boseman become Jesus? I mean, <laughs> wow. wow. I mean, okay. Okay. But, you know, 
All right, let's back off a little bit here. Enigma okay. wants you to drop an F-bomb. Brad doesn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, uh, I am trying to be good. I am trying. Yeah, you are. So Josh says, JR, right. wait a minute, JR equals screwball. This actually makes sense. <laughs> anyway, and then all of a sudden, Dark Mark's favorite words start happening. Anafumu pootias or whatever. But anyway, doom, doom, doom. Oh, not that, not that, not that, not that. No, Kathum, Kathum, Kathum. You got to go to the Kathum. Don't forget to flush. And then, <laughs> oh my God, I got to wash that one away. I think we all do, actually. JR is on a roll and it's downhill. Uh, so anyway, oh. then the Sin Eater arrives and he says, now I'm the juggernaut, bitch. So... <laughs> Anyway. Well, he goes right up to PG-13, doesn't he? So, mm-hmm. so in spite of no, I'm not going to let you kill him. You know, Norman goes, bleeding heart, Labro. Hey, Stan, <laughs> eat this! You know? <laughs> and then, as the senior starts pummeling them, artists change. What do we go to, Bagley? No, we go to Roberto Ramos, Ramos. Ramos. Okay. Back, where back basically back. everybody right. becomes like has the abilities of Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> so anyway, style. Spidey says, uh, Norman, Norman, with an artist change, you know what this means, right? This means that we have a have a, have a change of strategy. And Norman goes, well, what's that? You know, and Spidey goes, run like hell! You know? <laughs> Norman goes, well, works for me! And I even built an underground waterway under Ravencroft just for the occasion! And Spidey says, okay, Norman, what are you planning? And Norman says, well, you'll never find out if the pace this story is going! <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, even though we have pages with action, okay, but over it, we have four pages of the stupid friends, you know, talking, saying nothing at all, you know, other than, oh, look, Spidey's cool. Hey, he's Spider-Man. Rah, rah, rah. You know, it's like, so I, I, I guess, you know, hopefully uh, Ramos was getting paid by the uh, paid by the page uh, yeah. because, you know, Spencer probably and Spencer, you know, in fact, Spencer should probably give some of his page rate money to Ramos since Ramos carried this part of the story. So anyway, so Spider-Man says, well, let me let me drive something. Let me bring the house down. All right. So, you know, he brings the house down and. You know, they, they drop a few floors or whatever. But then again, then now we get another page of pointless talking by the stupid friends. Uh, so how many have we had so far? So we had three pages of them standing around doing nothing. We had four pages of them talking over action. And now we have another page of them just talking, saying nothing. Eight pages of when we we could have had story, we could have had dialogue between Norman and Peter arguing and going over their mutual issues and things of that nature, and or we could have maybe gone and seen what Mary Jane is doing, or we could have seen Aunt May on her cancer bed, eh, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Anything but this. Jonathan says, if Marvel included JR commentary, I would buy it. There you go. Mm-hmm. There so, you go, Jonathan. You're getting it. 
So, and then all of a sudden Spidey gets, you know, the whole action and fighting and walls falling in on him or whatever has got Spidey on, on the ropes. And he's, uh, he's just laying there drilling. And then Norman goes into what I can only consider a, a fever dream or, you know, like, like I always say with, with, with Osborne's, it's like it, watching Rashomon because you don't know what the truth is and you don't even know if they know what the truth is. You know, I, I'm going to, yeah, I don't know if Spencer is, is trying to, I don't know if how much is him seeing something that's not there, or maybe, maybe this is just, just Norman being crazy again, but you know, it's like, you know, Nor- you know, Norman starts to sound a little whiny himself now. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I revealed my deepest secrets to you. Showed you. No, you didn't. You put on a stupid helmet and you said, hey, look at our old fights. <laughs> you know, look, there's the enforcers. There's the Hulk or whatever. That's what you did, Norman. You know, and you wasted all kinds of time until Peter could almost free himself. You didn't bear his soul, his, your soul to him. But anyway, so Norman saying, I was so afraid. I the goblin formula was giving me hallucinations, you know, and, and visions. And I was seeing Jesus and Benny Hinn, you know, and all that kind of stuff, you know. And then you rejected me, you know, and it just broke my heart, you know, like I was some 15 year old schoolgirl. And, uh, oh, and I, and then you saved my life, you know. Oh, and I hated you for that. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so in, in the midst of this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to make it look like I'm going to kill you, you know, okay. but I'm really going to say, oh, the debt is paid. I'm not going to kill you. So that makes it even for you saving my life, which is all the kind of, I guess that's the, tr- the twisted logic of a crazy man. So, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, again, Norman's crazy. I, but this, none of this monologue seems right. None of this, this, none of this really seems, seems quite like him. So anyway, but anyway, so he and Peter go down to the secret waterway. Uh, and, that, and, and I don't know why the sin eater juggernaut looks like, I don't know, Clayface. It's supposed to be like it, his skin becomes like the cryotech armor the juggernaut wears, but it doesn't really, but that's not how it's supposed to work because juggernaut doesn't look like that under the armor. But so I don't understand. So I don't understand the juggernaut. I don't understand the juggernaut's look at all. So anyway, and then another artist change. Mark Bagley. This time to everybody's favorite, Mark Bagley. Yep. So anyway, after some more fighting. Yeah, you know, and Peter says, "Holy cow, Norman! See, is it, have we gotten to the point where he references the? Uh, yeah, here we go. We, we we had that before the artist change. Norman, you could send off a massive electromagnetic pulse. You know, just like happened in in that uh, TV series with Jessica Alba. What was that? Dark Angel or something? You know, oh you know. So, what are you really doing with this, Norman? Well, I'm not going to tell you because uh, I either I haven't figured it out, or Nick Spencer hasn't figured it out, or or you know what." <laughs> We're just not going to tell anybody. Okay? For 10 bucks, I want to know. <laughs> read the previews for the next five issues. Oh. There's no indication that I'm even going to show up again. <laughs> uh, uh. 
anyway, so anyway, so Norman says, I don't know, Peter. It looks like we're kind of screwed right now. You know, you got any brilliant ideas? Uh, and Peter says, yeah, why don't we rip off an old Roger Stern plot device? Like, oh, yeah, what's that? You know, well, you know, we don't have any wet concrete around, but why don't we use that whole electromagnetic pulse thingy to create an earthquake, you know, and then we'll liquefy everything, you know, and then we'll yeah. just sink. You know, and Norman says, well, I don't have any better ideas, you know, and uh, and uh, we're starting to bump up against the uh, the uh, uh, no name other stories that are appearing in this issue. <laughs> so anyway, so, so Norman starts sciencing, you know, sciencing, you yeah. know, and, and then Peter, of course. Again, this is one of those, I, I, you know, I know that Spidey is guilt ridden and takes on blame and things like that and feels things are his fault and stuff. But, you know, when he says, Stan, Stan I failed you, you reached out to me and I failed you. No, he was a cold-blooded killer, <laughs> you know, and you, he deserved you kicking his ass, you yeah. know. He deserved it, you know, so none of this. Oh, look at me. I'm all bitten, broken up. Uh, Spider-Man beat me up, you know. You know, what did I do to him? You know, That's I mean, funny. sure, I just blew a hole through Gene DeWolf and, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I just tried to, you know, tried to, you know, pulverize Betty Brandt, you know. Yeah. But that's not. Back in the 80s. It was in the 80s. It's all good. You know? So then anyway, so so why why, why Spider-Man's guilt tripping, Norman's sciencing, and Juggernaut is crushing Spidey, and he can feel bones break and snap and everything. You know, and all of a sudden the ground starts liquefying, you know, everybody starts sinking in the in the goo and the mud and everything. And Peter's saying, Oh boy, here it is. I'm dying, you know, and uh, I'm swirling around and all of a sudden I, I see a bright light. I don't see Jesus. I see, I see Mary Jane. Wow. Am, am I suddenly shy town all of a sudden? Mary Jane in my visions. It's wow. really like JR's looking up, up at Peter. Is that shy town? <laughs> so, and then, of course, you know. say I'm shy town all of a sudden. I'm making up stuff again. So Spider-Man's like reaches. To Here, I got an idea. Now let's flip it. Okay, now look down at Peter. <laughs> so actually, actually, this is this is this is good for um, uh, because Norman is going to start pushing Peter's face into mud. Okay, so, oh, yeah. I'll 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 Peter, this is the ultimate cosplay. Okay, thank. No. So, so anyway, so Peter says, Norman, help me. And Norman just sitting on the glider going, yeah, right. I told you I made the dead off, you know, and, you know, Peter, you know, to be honest, this really isn't the way I wanted it. You know, I wanted you to yeah. go out in a big old public blaze of glory, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. I got, I got things to plan that, you know, you're never going to learn and neither is the audience of the comic reading public. So, you know, so anyway, goodbye, Peter. And then finally, finally, after eight issues, eight pages, this issue talking, three pages, the prior issue of talking, three pages, the prior issue that of talking. Here they come. The same the, today. The useless spider friends <laughs> drag their lame asses out of Astral Projectionville. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Let me hear that quote again. They're lame asses from 
Okay. Once again, the spider buddies drag their lame asses out of astral projectionville. Oh my God. To rescue him because in Amazing Spider Man, he can't win any of his own battles. True. That's my biggest con. (laughs) Biggest con. So, anyway, so Norman's ship finally arrives and it's going to take everybody off the island to sit right back into here I tell you, you know so they're they're all going to get off the island and uh things are starting to go too good yeah. norman says you know what i'm going to really piss everybody off <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to start making allusions to sin's past yeah. You know, everybody hates that story so much. They'll throw me off this boat. <laughs> so Norman gets close to Gwen, and you know he starts sniffing. Now here, that was my biggest con. This is one of my biggest pros. But go ahead, I love this part. <laughs> I love this part. In this universe again, he gets closer. He gets closer. You know, and he oh, starts. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> anyway, okay. here I'll juggle. <laughs> <laughs> You know, wow. Anyway, so he- never thought I'd say this to Jr. But nice pumpkins. <laughs> oh, you really think so? There we go. Or, or else I'm. Oh, I, oh, oh, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're early. <laughs> this is starting to feel like his line. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> He's calling mockery up there. <laughs> anyway, so Norman gets close and he goes, Smells like teen spirit. No, and of course, because Gwen is a strong, empowered female who don't need no worthless man, you know, to fight her battles. She says, I really don't need you to protect me. Even though Gwen, you've probably got at least a hundred pounds less, you know. For superpowers to energize, you know, but now you don't need no man. So, anyway, so Norman says, Oh, Gwen, I get to, you know, remember the good. Oh, no, you don't because you're from another dimension and yep. you keep showing up in these titles because all of a sudden you got merchandise and because, <laughs> because now. Because you're merchandisable, you've now got immortality. How does it feel, Gwen? You know, I mean, I was dead for 20-something years, but I'm merchandisable. That's why I came back. So, you know, so, you know, and of course, Peter's going, oh, shut up, Newman, you stay away from her, you know. And, and uh, you know, so Spider-Man, he, he just, he's like, maybe this is it, you know. <laughs> you know he goes for Norman's throat, and you kind of wonder if he's gonna he's gonna do something. JR, I had to put a disclaimer on the bottom of the screen because George isn't here. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. And so, right. well, Peter, you know, really, these guys are a bunch of losers. They're in the way. They don't belong in this story. You know. But it, but it's oh inevitably it'll always it'll come down to just you and me, the way it should always be. And when I get rid of everybody else, I'll make it as quick and painless as I can stand. Mm-hmm. After all, she deserves that. All of them do. 
So then wow. Peter's starting to think about, oh, Norman, you're hiding. He's thinking about all of Norman's plans, that Norman is up to something, you know, mm -hmm. which, of course, we'll never find out what it is. And Spider-Man, you know, again, he thinks of dead people. I think of dead people, you know, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, he, yeah, he, like he, thinks dead, he, think, he sees dead people more than uh, uh, Haley Joel Osmond in a Sixth Sense marathon. Mm -hmm. You By know, the way, real quick, Jared, Josh wants to know if this was setting up the possibility no, of Norman and Spider Gwen hooking no. up. No, it better not be. <laughs> Norman, divide your age in half and add seven. That's your right. I wonder that. And, and the problem here's another problem. I never thought. Now, I mean, maybe Norman is doing this. See, I think Norman really wants to get kicked off, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I think he wants to get kicked off the island because he doesn't want to. Basically, because he knows if he goes back upstairs, back up, they got to do something about him. So he thought, well, if I get myself kicked off, I can go back to my under secret underwater why and my electromagnetic pulse and my devious yeah. evil plans. So I'll just really, you know, I'll. Take everybody off. Oh, Josh is now in all caps. I was joking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so, Josh. I get, it's the internet. I can't tell, bro. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, Josh. I know. <laughs> nope, nope. So Spider-Man, Spider-Man's finally had enough. He punches the button, opens the door, and he sends Norman out high five. Hey, Norman, you know, you know, eat this, you know. Yeah. Sends Norman out and everybody, you know. And, and what's her name? Which one is this? Is it the worst psychic in the world, you mean? Oh, Madam Web. What did you do? What do you mean, what did I just do? I just threw his ass off the boat! Aren't people stupid? You know? Yeah, so... I mean, it's not like he killed him. He just threw him off the boat! I, I don't get these people. And then all of a sudden, the story comes to a screeching halt. Yep. Uh, you know, it's Kendrick. And Kendrick goes, well, I knew he wouldn't do it. He didn't have it in him anyway. Uh, but, you know, so here we are, folks. I'm just going to – I'm not going to drop any hints about who I am. <laughs> I'm just going to let – I'm just going to go to a graveyard, look at a stone, and I'm just going to let this star story come to a sad, staggering <laughs> I I figured out who's in the grave in the, in the cemetery. It's our ten dollars out of our wallet because we didn't know who Kendrick <laughs> is after this thing. He's looking at yep. all the money, all those variant covers that he got us to buy. Well, so, they all well all the tombstones do have the artists uh, that worked on this issue. Yeah, I so. saw Oh, they do. That's <laughs> yeah. Fun. Yep. All right, so Jr. Any, Jr. This, this yes. What is this your grade? Oh, this was not only one pumpkin bomb. <laughs> <laughs> but it was two pumpkin bombs. Out of oh, how many? My Lord. Well, I, 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 a C minus. And oh, I'm, wow. looks like you had fun wow. with that one, Jr. C minus, really? No, when we get into when we get into cons, okay, I okay. got a lot of Those cons. Spider I'm friends sorry. must have ticked you off. I wanted to love this issue. Yeah, I tried to bring my A game to it, but there's you, just you too did. many things. All right, so we got a C minus out of Jr. Kelly, what's your grade? I I give this story an A. I loved okay. it. Uh, Ashley, oh, I'm a C plus. Okay, oh. Chi Town for the story or for the entire comic? No, we're gonna we're breaking the comic down by individual stories. So for right, this so for, first for this story, story, I give it an A minus. A minus, uh, Mike. I'm giving it a B. I'm with Mike. I'm, I'm giving it a B. I, I liked it a little bit better than Jr. and Ashley. I see. Uh, let's do pros. Jr. What's the pros? What What did you like? I like seeing Bagley draw Norman Osborne. Yeah. 
I liked uh, some of the. I mean, to be honest, there's a full page. There's a full page of uh, of. Um, <laughs> Who's Ollie? my favorite? Ramos. Ramos doing Spider Man of the Gop, which I didn't think was bad. You know, mm-hmm. um, again, it, I, I, li- I, I liked. I liked. You know, I liked the idea of Norman and Peter being forced to work together. You know, mm-hmm. I like it just driving Peter crazy, and I like the fact that Norman is just having the time of his life. Yeah, no you doubt. know, he, he he's blowing crap up. He's yeah. Well, he can't really kill people because they regenerate, and he's engaging in his favorite sport, driving Peter Parker just absolutely yeah. out of his friggin' mind. Right. So those are my those are my pros. We have some chat. Nicole, welcome. By the way, thank you for yeah. doing the Crawlspace exclusive uh, variant cover with Peter. That was great. Uh, Jr.'s performance gets an A plus. Mm-hmm. Nintendo knew that you would say that, Jr. For your C minus grade, Toby's giving it a C. Nintendo's giving a C minus. Yeah. Uh, Toby also said every page I turned, I thought running out of time for Kindred. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I had we had grades. So what's some other pros? Um. I would well, go, go on Jr.'s point. I did. No, like, I mean, um, I did like actually the interactions between Peter and. Norman in this issue, and I think yeah. a lot of people. I know the thing with the Green Goblin. A lot of people think that oh, that he's sort of a, um, you know, kind of a take off of the he's Spider-Man's version of the Joker. But in this issue, he kind of you kind of get to see like to me, Norman kind of comes across as a little bit of hand, like Hannibal Lecter without the cannibalism in this, and that he's able to do a lot of the psychological manipulation, and everything kind of really knows how to get under Peter's skin. And I think that came across really well in this, and the way um, the way uh-huh. uh, Spencer characterized him. And just is able to kind of like, you know, was able to kind of, and I think I know you, that one scene with the, where he's talking about, oh, about Peter's like, oh, I was trying to help you and spam my face. That just could me just kind of adds to his kind of insanity and everything like this. Cause yeah. we know, we, the readers know that that is that, he, that Norman is obviously talking to a point where he's just, that's, he's trying to justify himself. But we know he's wrong. He, we know he's crazy yeah. and everything like this. And, I do like that it sort of just kind of it was a stark reminder that yeah that this that that there is a reason why he is you know Spider-Man Peter's nemesis and, and also that thing where he's doing the uh, Joe Biden sniff thing where it's like with all that with all with all with 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 with, 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 with uh, the, with, the, um, the Gwen scene is it, one of my biggest Gwen, pros. The Gwen I, scene I, actually was fat. The Gwen, the Gwen I Gwen love that actually, scene. It was uncomfortable. Yeah. Intentionally. It's supposed to be. Uh-huh. It's supposed to it's be. Right, he I killed her. Was, and he, and he and also very, slept with her. Yeah. It was very effective. And I think yeah. it just, it, it shows, it shows. And it, I mean, kudos to Spencer for actually having the guts to actually go yes. and remind people of yes. Sin's past. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. do so in a way that actually makes sense in context. So what, it's like, oh. What, this, what was the line he used that reference? Like we had more than a relationship. Or what was his line? That is I, he line? remembers the happy I want to have the happy time. time. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. yeah. I, I do want to jump off on something that JR said, though, just because I know we we're joking or we're having fun with it, but the one of the things that I really liked was Gwen taking back her power, yeah. so to speak, yes, because you could see, you could see that like, you know, Pete has definitely St. Gwen in her, in his brain. And then Norman has his version of Gwen in his brain mm-hmm. and them kind of fighting at it with her there clearly made her uncomfortable. Cle- mm-hmm. Like this is a 17 year old girl displaced out of her, her universe into this weird bozo universe for her. Yeah. And so for her to basically be like, no, 
y'all are both gross. One guy is like in his 50s yeah. at least, and this other guy is at least tw- 28 to 32. Yeah. No, like this is inappropriate. Like you guys yeah. don't speak for me. And so the fact that, she, you know, she kind of took that back, you know, and also was able to convince the spider crew hey, guys, we're not, why are we making this choice for Peter? This is right. not right. Yeah. I was going to. Yeah. I, I do like, I like, I do like oh, how I strong she was. And she she's was, very she's she's like, I've got powers too. I can kick your butt, Norman. So I, I, thought, ask, I thought that was yeah. awesome. Yeah, this I was gonna Spencer ask you that. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike. No, I was just gonna say it about Kelly's point about that was the only part of that whole you know, spider thing and stuff that I like was Quinn's speech was basically reminding everybody, like, look, he's a you know, Spider Man's a hero in his own right. He can make he's, he can make his own decisions. Right. We shouldn't be making them for him and everything else. So I thought it was yeah, really it's, good. It's yeah. basically uh, Spencer listening to our very own George Berryman. Like Spider Man <laughs> can is is in his own book. He's fighting his own fight. Yeah. All right. They don't come into the very, very last second. Mm-hmm. And as for uh Gwen it's like Spencer is reminding the reader, I, I am I am not 616 Gwen. Stop comparing me yeah. to 616 Gwen. Yep. I but am Ghost Spider. Or, that's why they changed the name. And having that yeah. too. Yeah. It's just, well, you, it's, you don't need to compare me to a dead girlfriend. Am mm-hmm. I, I am my own person. And yeah. she's 17. <laughs> well, well, two. Okay, yeah. And and then two, though, it's I think it's also just helping us re- remember it's like even 616 Gwen wasn't perfect by any yep, means. She, she actually yeah. was a lot like this version of Spider Gwen, where she was fiery and speaks for herself. And yeah. but the thing is, is we forget this because she's become this martyr and this perfect yes. angel because of Spider-Man Blue, especially. And yep. that's not the characterization that should should be used because technically well, blue was not supposed to be a part sorry, of 616 part of the problem though, go ahead Jared. I'm, I'm, no I, did, I, did, I don't mean to interrupt her no, I, I don't want I don't want uh, 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 Kelly to do a uh, Kamala, Kamala Harris on me and say I'm talking here you know uh, but uh, I, I think part of the problem with why Gwen's been uh, I think part of it was bad and lazy writing on Stan's part after about issue 60 uh, mm-hmm. because uh, she was pretty, I mean, yeah, she was pretty fiery. I mean, she had those, when Ditko drew her, she had those Vulcan eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. you know, and she just, and, and even then, you know, she was uh, kind of a spitfire and she got PO to Peter for, because she thought that she attacked uh, uh, her dad. And then uh, she slapped some guy for calling Peter a coward around mm-hmm. issue 70, 68 or nine. And, and then all of a sudden it just kind of, she just kind of got, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. It just seemed like she, that character stopped. That characterization stopped. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, I so I think that's kind of, you know, part of the reason why Gwen's been sanctified is because her person, the writing drained her of her personality. Yeah. Ashley, yeah. we haven't heard your pros. What you you gave it kind of similar to Jr.'s grade. What, what did yeah, you like about it? I think Kelly it? really touched on one of my big pros is that this issue really kind of endeared. Spider Gwen to me, like in the past, yeah. I've been kind of indifferent to her because it just feels so forced. But yeah, Spencer has really been letting her stand up, have her own voice, be like, I am my own character, and be kind of a voice of reason. And so it was nice to see her, her given the torch to be that level-headed person who had a lot of, um, yeah. a lot of maturity there to be like, hey. And it also it busted one of those tropes that gets kind of irritating and Saturday morning cartoony feeling. 
when it's like, oh, we have to go save the character from himself. And she's like, he's a grown man. He can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was. Exactly. So so, uh, you think Spider-Gwen was better written than Spider-Man in this book, Ashley? (laughs) Sounds like it. it, It's kind of like comparing apples to oranges a bit because she was such a, like, she had a great voice. Mm-hmm. She had some great speeches, but she was such an inactive character, like yes. literally yeah. static, literally standing in place until like the very end. And mm-hmm. I think yeah. maybe <laughs> every page that focused on her, which I think JR counted up, well, like eight pages of the Spider Friends. And <laughs> yeah. she, she went from maybe like hands on hips, hands up here, arms crossed. And then <laughs> it, it was just, yeah. th- th- very little dynam- um, dynamic. Dynamism, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, dynamic or she, dynamic she, was, she was very static as far as like actual visual representation on the page and actual action she was taking. Yeah. Whereas Spider Man, he didn't quite get the same level of um opportunity to demonstrate that kind of level headedness yeah. or yeah. level of thought, but he was much more active. And as yeah. far as like the action, his interactions with the other characters, the uh, the, the positions he can put himself in the strategies he can make so i wouldn't really compare one to the other because it's they, they were occupying very different spaces in the comic yeah. uh-huh. jr any of the pros that we haven't mentioned no all right jr cons what didn't you like i'm betting it's about the spider friends well it, it is the spider friends in a way because yeah. uh, again when norman and peter get together i mean it's a personal story yes guest star, guest stars don't belong you know, I mean, all these other, they, they simply do not belong in, in this type of story, but, but getting beyond that, there's really no story here. There's a, there's fight, talk, fight, talk, fight, fight, yeah. fight, you know, and unlike, like, for example, it, it, it just really, I don't want to say, pun somewhat intended, Peter's out at the end. It doesn't build to anything. It doesn't build, you're not, yeah. you know, like, for example, last issue when, uh, you know, when, when they bust open the cabinet and there's all of Norman's gear and, and the minions are around surrounding him or whatever, it's building to something. It's like, oh, my God, I can't wait till next issue. And then here it's like, well, crap, okay. Well, if it's there, when I happen to drive by, I'll get it. If not, I won't. Uh, there's, there's really no story. I mean, you know, the Sin Eater was not defeated, okay? He still has the Juggernaut's powers. The minions yeah. were not defeated. Norman and Spider-Man just ran away. You know, maybe discretion was a better part of valor, but but essentially half the story was about running away. Uh, yeah. We know nothing new about Kindred. You know, he doesn't drop any juicy clues. There's no resolution to the story with Norman. What's Norman planning? We have no idea. Are we going to find out? We don't know. I mean, if you read the issues, the the, the 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 preview comments, there's no indication any of these plot threads other than Kindred's here. He's bad. He's going to do something bad. You know, and obviously, you know, you're not going to give they're not going to give the story away. But here's the thing is we don't know that some of these plot threads are even going to be picked up, you know, so it, it, it it's just uh, it, the story just ends up just ends very flat you know you don't feel you don't there's no oh my god i can't wait till next issue other than finally last remains begins finally yeah Yeah. so uh other cons besides spider friends what's what else we got guys well related to that is the um but i mean yeah kind of jr was kind of going off on my point with uh because the julie carpenter again we're psychic in the world is just like you know really mounted to nothing that whole thing um also what, what did spider woman silk uh, what did Silk do in this book? Nothing. Oh. Nothing. 
What yeah. did uh, the he Spider did. Girl, what, what Maddie Franklin do? Oh, yeah. No, Maddie Franklin's dead. Maddie Franklin's no, 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 no. dead. Uh, Anya, oh, Anya, Anya, I'm sorry. Anya, Anya. Well, Maddie <laughs> Franklin did exactly the same thing Silk did. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yep. yep. They're just there. They're just hey, maybe she could be well, injured. We don't know. No, no. Yeah, yeah, so Julia Carpenter Franklin. had to hex the moon. That's uh, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but wow. but yeah, again, it almost seems was like it was one of those things where like you're trying to like oh with the urgency oh we got to stop Spider Man and you don't do it you just like you just sit there and you just yeah. debate and yeah. then the other thing which really kind of like threw me off was I mean I was even talking to people even in the chat about this is the way uh, you know when Stan when the senior becomes a jugger eater basically after he gets his, uh, <laughs> his his big juggernaut powers and everything like this it didn't matter who the artist was. He just looked ugly, and it was just like it yeah. was just a really awful looking design, and just like this weird. Where he looks like he had this all this big roided out head and everything like this. And like, well, okay, yeah. this is you know, it's just one of those things that you know. Again, it was, and again, it's just like you know, like Jerry was saying, it's just a stalling thing because yeah. it's still because all this is doing is setting up the next event story arc for next for next time. So it's just yeah. like. So again, it was just like you know, you're, you're, Nick Spencer's padding this out way too much. Sofla wants to know whose grave is Kindred at. Jr. That's the answer. It's probably at his own grave, if I had to guess. I don't know. Considering all the other names, he's probably at Ross Andrews' grave or something. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, you oh, know to be honest, Ross Andrews' grave. <laughs> to, to be honest, I just don't know anymore. And and to be honest, I hate to say this, but I'm beginning to care even less. Well, I, he, I think that I forget who we were talking about before air. Uh, Harry Osborne's almost too obvious of a choice at this point, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think Mike, you said it or someone said well, it. I, yeah. Cause, cause if you notice in this issue, this is the second time we've been getting a reference to Spectacular Spider Man 200 where Harry Osborne died, even yeah. though we know in the comics he's still alive. So spent that's deliberate. So it's either. Spencer's really trying to tell us that, hey, Harry is kindred, or this is a massive red herring at this point. Or pre, pre one more day, Peter's soul. Yeah. yeah. Well, or I work, yeah, it's some aspect of Peter at this point. I agree. Yeah. Well, I, will be, I will be disappointed if it's that. I really will. Do we yeah. have any other cons before we get on to the other three stories? Because we got to start hitting those if we're going to hit that 830 news show. I don't like the revolving artist that much. I wish they would yeah. just consist with one continuous artist i mean i know this is uh ryan otley's last issue uh because he's going on to other things he wants to do it's not because uh, they fired him or whatnot uh, okay. um i just wanted him to get like if this was his last issue give him the whole story let him write it let him draw it yeah. no disrespect to begley or ramos but you know they've they've had their shot you know okay. and i want otley to go out with the bang especially the con, with the green another con 10 bucks and we don't need the next yeah. three stories we're about to review. That's, oh, that's sure? my yeah. con of it is to- yeah. yeah. It's padded. Brought down for me. It's padded. Yeah, I, I mean, this could have been a five dollar. Well, what is what are comics? Three ninety nine now? It could have been a seven dollar comic. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But I just don't think the next three stories we're gonna talk about real quick are um worthy of being in a milestone anniversary yeah. issue. Uh, I agree. Any other cons? You were actually you ready for the trippy spider uh, strawberry beetle story? No, I was never ready for that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm never not ready. I was for that. I thoroughly enjoyed the dog story, but I've got the I've got some hot amazing. takes. 
I got some hot takes though. Okay, actually, hit me up with those <laughs> I got the strawberries. Of all those what happened in the trippy strawberry story? So I think Brad was a little unintentionally cruel in how he assigned these. <laughs> Y'all don't know about me. I'm terrible with music. It was halfway through the comic when I realized it was a Beatles reference. <laughs> my friend, Beatles weren't forever for you, huh? <laughs> one of my friends has had to explain to me who Kurt Cobain was. Oh. I'm not a music person. JR so did a I Teen the Spirit reference comic. JR's Actually, reference about Smells Like Teen Spirit was a Nirvana reference. Oh, I thought that was deodorant. I know that one. Oh, Not Teen Spirit. <laughs> no. <laughs> you were doing Nirvana, weren't you, JR? Yeah, yeah, it was Kurt okay. Cobain. Yeah. You guys thought deodorant? What? You all <laughs> suck at music. The What's going on no. here? <laughs> the song name is based off the deodorant. Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. Now that yep. I didn't know. That's but but then I went into the hello, hello, mm. hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> you are so young. Oh. It's not about that. It's so precious. Your daughter are timeless, and I'm bad with those. Oh. Anyways, yes. so Same. with my music education sorely lacking. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll struggle through this best I can. Basically, um, this is like Spider-Man meets Beatles meets Baby Driver, I think. <laughs> um, so we have Peter back in high school. and or No, it's a junior year of college. He looks more like he'd be in high school. He's drawn so young. Okay, so he's in college. They're on a, like a, a field trip uh -huh. to the Museum of Art. Yeah. And he's tailing along with uh, Jonah to do some photography of the Star of Kapistan, this big ruby that I had to go look up and figure out what the heck it was because things jump around in this issue so fast that I really can't keep track on top of all the music references being bounced around. <laughs> so um, Peter starts having his little uh, baby driver moment with a girl named Judy and they flirt with uh, song titles that I think their song titles are they lyrics? I think they are, yeah. It's I think they're lyrics. Beatles. I think they're Beatles lyrics. Mm -hmm. Okay, they're Beatles. See, I'm not good with the Beatles. I can do like I, I love my journey, I love my sticks. I can't do Beatles. I was never into I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> does well, Jack like Beatles? Um, does, does Jack like Beatles? singing to each other? Jonah goes over and uh gives a little tap on the Ruby and it immediately possesses him and then it turns into I think this is a metaphor for communism and Spider-Man <laughs> fights the red scare <laughs> Maybe. I think you're going a little deep that's good though <laughs> the red Raja messiah of the single spirit join me in harmonious union go, single global go. spirit guided by go. benevolent will and I'm like oh boy <laughs> and everything's red I'm like there's something here and so uh, we suddenly jump. I had to go read a summary to understand the, the jump we have from Jonah transforming and then suddenly Spider-Man swinging in. Every, there are strawberries that have teeth. And I'd like to say this is like a first for me, like seeing carnivorous fruit. It's not. This is um, familiar imagery. Just thanks to... Um, Attack of the Killer's Tomatoes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> there you go. And a, a book cover on a, a book I worked on actually had oh. an apple with fangs on it. And so that's All immediately right. what I thought of. 
And um, so that was a fun little trip down memory lane because that was an interesting book. And it made me feel the same way as I feel about this, this issue and its overall coherency. Um, yeah. But he's got his headphones on, which he later explains, oh, the reason he's not being affected by uh, the psychic control beams being spewed out by this Red Raja thing He's got some kind of counter frequency going on with his headphones. And so we get that explained to us later. But it is not only controlling Jonah, it's controlling all of his colleagues and classmates who are also there and everyone else who's in the vicinity because they are a single soul, no unity. Everyone is equal. Oh, oh my God, it's communism. Why are we? <laughs> What the hell is happening? Ashley's world? brain is exploding. Right now. Like a strawberry. She's doing a better job figuring out what's going on this issue than I did. Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man gets eaten by a strawberry. <laughs> never. Eight. How, 650 episodes of this podcast. That sentence has never been said. The strawberry has a flower crown. <laughs> Maybe there, I think there's some commentary about hippies going on now. <laughs> there's some, some imagery here. In addition to like, you know, the peace, love, and unity of the Beatles. There, there's subtext. There's a lot of subtext here. And I haven't had enough time to put my English major hat back on to figure out what the hell's going on here and to figure out what is a reference to the Beatles and what isn't. By the way, here I'm putting a warning label up for Ashley. She is not making this up. <laughs> no, I mean I also think Ashley. I think Ashley, you just haven't done enough drugs. Yeah. Man, this just shows I'm too vanilla. But um, so yes, the, so the whole how Spider-Man decides, oh, how I'm going to get out of this. The the, the Red Rogers preaching, everyone is going to be united, no bliss by becoming one as one spirit and he's like wait jonah hates me and i don't think the red rajan knows this so if i go and preach love and unity would jonah be like hey you know let's be in harmony forever jonah's gonna be like f that get me out of here i like the readers right <laughs> and it literally like throws him up because Blatch. I don't know what that is. You know, Ashley, Mark would be proud of that sound effect. That he oh, used. that was a good onomatopoeia. Yeah. Jonathan asked, people had to pay for this? Yeah. Yep. Oh, 10 bucks, and baby. Jonah's sitting there in his strawberry carnage saying, No, I did this all by myself with the power of my will. And Spider-Man's like, whatever, I'm getting this back to uh, Doctor Strange, and we're going to forget any of this ever happened. Please, like the readers. And then I think there's a Beatles reference at the end, but again, yeah. all of this is wasted yeah. on me. All right. Yeah. So, Ashley, you loved it? <laughs> That's a complicated question, Brad. <laughs> What's your grade? Oh, God, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I do. <laughs> it's like I don't hate it. I like it visually. The art's really good. It's fun from a visual point of view, but like but I, I don't like hate it enough to grade it low. I'm just so confused. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess a, a B minus. I thought you were gonna do C for confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
what is the um the grade you give where it's like it does not meet the appropriate criteria? I, I think C or D. I think C or D works. Chi Town grade on this one. D for didn't read it. Oh, Mike. Mm, there you go. Um, I'm going to give it a C minus for, um, you know, whatever, because at least it's it's not as confusing as the next story. Kelly, what's your grade on this one? D. I hated the art. I hated yeah. it. The art is pretty bad. I JR? Yeah. <laughs> I did not read any of these backup stories. Well, you didn't read any? Okay. I'm, I'm giving it a D minus. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. I understood it better than one that Kelly's about to talk about. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I think I can make more sense of it. So we got about 15 minutes. Let's plow through. I'm try. Okay, Kelly's up try. next with the crazy ass dog story. Go. All right. So basically, this is done by uh, Tradmore and Tamara Bonvillian. Um, and so, anyway, Spider Man swinging through Manhattan on a weirdly quiet night uh, for. New York when he hears a magic shining box floating over the Hudson River and it's barking. So naturally, Spider-Man chooses to jump on it because Mario is a totally realistic uh, situation here. <laughs> he, he transports them to a magical fantasy land where oh dogs talk. A wizard dog is fighting a night thing. And so again, naturally and soberly, totally not on drugs. Spider-Man has to help the dog because it has shoes on. Uh, the dog is um, so anyway, apparently this knight and this wizard dog were friends on a quest and then were cursed by a prophecy about a spidey, about a spider who would come divide them if the dog boofs three times. So of course the dog does this because A, dogs, and B, why not? This makes perfect sense. So Spider-Man comes to save the day for Tina Four Shoes, whose knight friend is totally going to kill her to stop her. So Tina and Spider-Man have to fight the knight, whose name is Pelinora, and her chicken devils that you don't see. So don't know there. But okay. Uh, so anyway, the fight is zany. Art is fantastic and trippy. I do love the artwork. Um, but anyway, Spidey clocks Pelinora, and then she starts crying, not because she got hit in the face, but because now she's afraid of losing her dog because, you know, she, she did try to kill her own dog. Um, and anyway, the dog wants to leave this weird plane of existence, and I don't blame it at all. Uh, so Spider-Man uh, is right saying you shouldn't hit dogs. I agree with that. But then he starts to feel bad and he starts crying for some reason. And then the bottom falls out of the box and disappears. Uh, but Spidey takes the dog back to the 616 and apparently can still understand what the dog is saying and offers to take Tina Four Shoes to Doctor Strange because she's a wizard dog. And that's it. So uh, it does state that it's going to be continued. So well, I, assume, I yeah. assume this is the prequel to, to Spider-Man 3. Yes. Uh, oh. I guess that makes sense. Or maybe I kind of have this theory that maybe uh, some of Aunt May's wheat, wheat cakes were made with flour that had developed the ergot oh. fungus. And this is like a really wholesome accidental LSD trip. But then that means Peter totally <laughs> stole one's dog at a Halloween party. And that kind of sucks for his friendly neighborhood rap. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Um, so, What's your really grade? <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a B minus. I actually enjoyed really? it. I enjoyed it because it's funny. 
there's not there's no stakes like look, i had a really food. bad week this was a this was enjoyable in that sense uh it i love the artwork it it's just it's funny um but i do agree that like it really shouldn't be in this book and i yes. do i do agree that you know it kind of is a weird take on spidey and but there's a dog named tina four shoes and she's a wizard <laughs> dog so she has a that, that literally like brings it up a grade so yeah b like a b minus spider-man interrupted a wizard fighting a dog that was getting beat no up. a knight fighting a wizard dog a wizard dog yes this is insane and a b out of kelly <laughs> jr didn't read it you're better for it uh ashley great it's on the wizard plus get out of here <laughs> really in the Chi-Town? did you did you like the wizard dog story <laughs> what are you drinking Pepto Bismol. <laughs> 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 what, what in the? No, just Look, read the book. One second. What are you doing? Oh, oh he's, man. He's, 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 okay, well, he's well, when you think of it like a wholesome LSD trip where Spider-Man stole a dog <laughs> and gave it to Doctor Strange, <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, see, oh Kelly, so here's the thing. I, since even though I live in Washington State and we can get access to our, our local weed stops, I did not do that for when I read this story. So probably that's why I'm giving this a D minus. But I did enjoy I did enjoy the fact that this could be part where the automatopoeia literally bonks Spider-Man. Yes. Or, in an alternate <laughs> universe, that dog hooks up with uh, uh, Miss Lion. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I like Josh. Holy crap, Kelly. What exactly is your idea of an app? <laughs> Something hey, with Doc Ock. She has, you know, Kelly's Something got, you know, art, she, can, she has the artistic, you uh, know, gifts. Kelly and I just do not get along. She hates Pachalo art, and I like and like the crap dog stories. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Toby. Because of this dog story, we are allowed to live in a slightly more magical world. Thank yes. you. Mike, did Maybe I get I you a grade? My life and yes, I like the it. Yeah. I, did not, I, did not, I could not comprehend this at all. I what mean, was it? It was like a D minus because again, you have to, you literally have to be in a, an altered state of mind to read this. I can't and even, I, don't think <laughs> I can't even imagine pitching the story to an editor. That I, I will say that I, I'm really shocked that this ever got through to editorial. Oh my God. Like, I really am shocked on that. And the fact it's a two-parter really shocks the crap out of me. Yeah. I'm so excited. Well, Anthony is with you ladies. Uh, he's I loving haven't it been too. this excited since Gog. Oh God. <laughs> The dog was cute, but that was the only plus. It says fear the beans. Uh, the backup stories just get worse and worse. Uh, I would give it an F because, okay. wow, I just I couldn't follow it. And Kelly explained it better than the one I, what I just read. <laughs> she did. I, now I, she really she was better than the writer. I understood what kind of what <laughs> Kelly was saying. Oh, my God. OK, uh, Peter, we got uh, a couple minutes left. Do Grandpa Vulture. OK, yes. well, I mean, explain Grandpa. Vulture. Don't do Grandpa that Vulture. That no. Reading that story is like. If you're using the Q-tip and you feel resistance, you take it out. Oh, All right. oh God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I, I, was, I, was, I got distracted by Josh with God damn it, Ashley. Uh, <laughs> what did you say about the Q-tip? What did you say? So if, whoever wrote the story, if you're using the Q-tip and you feel resistance, take it out. <laughs> it's been a particularly like. rough week, okay? Well, I'm glad the dog cheered you up because, yeah. man. 
Man. <laughs> yes, Nintendo. I gave an F to a Spider-Man store. I've done that before. I gave that yeah. to Shed. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Take me through Grandpa Vulture. All right. So <laughs> Grandpa Vulture uh, is talking to his uh, granddaughter, Tina Toombs. Um, about Tina Toombs. <laughs> who happens to be a Miles Morales uh, villain, the Vulture, uh, the equivalent mm -hmm. Vulture to Miles Morales. <laughs> and, you know, I guess Grandpa Vulture got her some cool art supplies for her to share and whatnot. And then Spider-Man shows up and, oh, I'm going to all freak out. Spider-Man's going to see me. So I got to roll run. He goes, no, we don't need to run. You go, Grandpa. I will take care of Spider-Man. I'll go fight him just for no reason at all. He doesn't see you, but I'm going to go fight him anyway. So she gets up in her Vulture gear and she goes up into the sky to go fight Spider-Man and hits him with a bunch of elephant tranquilizers. His spider man can find his spider sense couldn't dodge all of them, so some of them actually stick in his butt, and he just <laughs> get all woozy and whatnot. And you know, it's like I'm not gonna let you hurt my grandfather. And like, uh, who's your grandfather? You, you little bird, big bird thing. <laughs> you big bird thing. You know, he's getting all woozy. I'm like, look, your vulture. Did some very bad things that I'm very ashamed, but I put them away because I'm a good guy. And your grandpa is not like my grandpa. And I'm gonna go to sleep now, so don't beat me up when you go to sleep. And then the vulture granddaughter just flies away. So that was the story that you paid ten dollars for. Wow. All right. What's your grade on Grandpa Vulture? F. F. Really. <laughs> What'd you get? Long in this book. You understood but, the beginning, middle, and end of that one. Uh, yeah, that was the easier read than the other two. I mean, uh -huh. the other two, I felt like I was on an acid trip watching a cartoon, and the yeah. the I never may eat fruit ever again. So, but, <laughs> this one, yeah. So we have one F. Uh, Ashley, great on this one. I'm gonna say about an A minus. I'm I'm a yeah. sucker for villains living their lives and outside of yeah. their villainry. Uh, Mike, great on this one. I'm giving this a C plus, and I'm sensing a scene, a scene with all the drugs in this because once again we got you know this fire, you know dope, you know it is, it's a theme with, this, with these backup stories. Yeah, <laughs> it totally is. You I know, mean, I think the running theme of this book is coping with 2020. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, so we have uh, a, a Ashley. What was yours again? A minus. And we have an A F C. Uh, Kelly. I gave it a B plus. Okay, J didn't read it, J. Okay, I, I guess I'll give this a C plus. I mean, it didn't move anything. It was an average little story. I didn't hate it. I understood it. Kind of sets uh, up a new character a little bit. Yeah, yeah I, I don't mind Grandpa Vulture. Sure, Star Wars going to appear in something else. Yeah. I love female villains, so I'm always happy yeah. to see another so, one. I love she's her a legacy. She looks badass. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. legacy. Real quick, I wanted to give a preview before we wrap this episode up. CBR has a preview of ASM 5851, so let's take a look real quick. Uh, there's the cover. Here's the first. Uh, Which looks nice. What the spider friends are doing. So they it. Yeah, let's see if spider friends are in here. Uh, Not yet. Like spider friend. Da, da, da. He falls. Rough start, I know. Clearly, I'm off my game. What happened to make your friendly neighborhood... Uh, oh, Parker picked the worst possible time to grow some backbone. Mm -hmm. You should be proud of how you fought. Less proud of how you run now, but make no difference to me. It doesn't matter. Our sins always catch up to us, and your sins are Somehow so many more. Back together. Where did he get the And here's the, the important thing 
that where I have the Oshai Town and Dark Mark and you know Javi Mucho Bucks the line dialogue, which we won't probably you know hopefully I don't know if you're going to spoil it, but you will. Look at that. Norman calls Kindred him right there. Well, no, he also says he calls him his. You know, I you know he bit the the thing is he says in there. The boy, the boy, the boy has, has really done a number on you, hasn't he? And oh, that's right. Norman has referred to as the boy in the past. Yeah. Harry, that's a I red know. herring. That's got to be. Yeah, a red it's got to be a red herring. It's either going to be Harry or it's got to be Peter of some form. Yeah, yeah, got to be one of those two. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. All right, final thoughts, uh, Mike. Final thoughts. Well, I actually. Um, even though, yes, we're kind of all out 10 bucks for paying some of the stuff, I yeah. still enjoy the main story, more I or less. Too. Even though I do agree, Spencer really needs to kind of like speed things up a bit, you know, because we're kind of like, or it's been two years, folks, since we've about this kindred mystery. You need yes. to wrap it up at this point. Come on. COVID. The COVID. mystery COVID. outlasted COVID. the ongoing penciler. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. COVID delays. COVID yeah, delays. I know. COVID delays. I know it's the COVID delays, but even then, even so, it's so yeah. like, you know, her. Yeah. Shy Town, final thoughts. Uh, yes, Nicole, that is one way to make Spider Man uh, uh, take a nap by shooting him without <laughs> nope. with truth serum. Yep. <laughs> okay, Ashley, final thoughts. Um, all hail Tina Four Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Four Shoes. Kelly, final thoughts. Don't do drugs, kids, unless it's goblin juice. <laughs> or they if it's by accident when your your aunt's flower has developed some kind of Ergo. Right. Ergo. Ergo. JR, any final thoughts? This was a goblin centric episode. You should have liked it. I, I gotta go pick up my pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> you did great by the way in the recap. Yes, JR. Yeah. 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 Oh, as always. Good job. Yeah. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up. I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. 